What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Um, that's where all the magic happens. Uh, Nico's going to start posting the cosplayer of the day again. We're going to have a, just a good old time right there on the old... The old Facebook page. This the is Corey DLG with me as usual, little brother Nico. How you doing? Hey guys, I'm doing good. And finally, finally, and my household is fully recovered from the vid. So you basically shipped it out, from what I heard. You guys just put it on a plane and sent it away. Yeah, I mean, like we had to. He was he was getting in the way a lot. We just, <laughs> we just had to make that decision. <laughs> is this thing going to get better? Who cares? Put it on a plane. We're not dealing with this anymore. We're done here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you guys, y'all were kind of swimming in it for about a month there, huh? Basically, um, it was terrible. But, like, it could have been worse. Like, I'm definitely very grateful that, like, it, it took us out for a couple of days pretty much each. But, like, it, it didn't get any worse than that. So, right. very thankful that's that is a good point. That is a very good point. You guys all had it, but not not too too extreme. And I guess that that kind of sums it up. I mean, you'd rather be sick than be very sick. Exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, having a fever for a couple of days. Not too bad. It's like being in hospital. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But even that's not fun, though. I mean, it is. It is what it is. But yeah, you guys. You guys all went through it. Y'all took the full two weeks, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um so all that sitting around, I know you I know you got on the Disney streaming app. Oh no, I haven't gotten around to watching WandaVision yet. They are three episodes in and what is I've gotta say probably the most daring and or bold television I've seen them make yet. I mean, I'm unsurprised. The, the trailers look amazing. Well, okay, so I'm trying to think of um. Obviously, I won't spoil anything, but yeah. how do I kind of describe? Okay, so right now it feels like I'll tell you what they're showing, and I'll tell you what I think it is. Uh, what they're showing is like the Wanda Vision sitcom through the various early eras of television, like a 50s-style sitcom, a 60s-style sitcom, and then like an in-color 70s-style sitcom. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are these weird little moments that happen in each episode that hint at this larger underlying issue. But also, in each of them, there are these kind of connective moments that are obviously... It appears obvious that Vision knows he's not in control of what's going on, but also doesn't seem to mind because he loves Wanda. Right. Also, isn't he still dead? Okay, so I think what's going on is I think we're about to find out that, like, we're still in that instant in the soul gym when she was destroying it. 
Now, it could, I could totally be wrong, but the timing of it feels like the structure of it seems like they're telling the story. It might be. Like, where she's, uh, she's trying to keep the outside world at bay. Right, she's trying to keep the outside world at bay, and it's still, like, because that takes place literally hot off the heels of them being a couple for the past eight years? I don't know how long. Five years or something like that? I don't Five know, years. Something like that. Yeah, so I think together. It, that makes sense. It feels like what's happening is they're in the Soul Stone for this second, or the Mind Stone, whichever one he has, and then like things are, ha- and so like she's wanting to experience the life they could have had together, um, but she's also keeping the outside world at bay. Now it also could be um, if if this is post in in game. And the end credit of Homecoming was the scrolls and Nick Fury. If this is current in the timeline, they do keep referencing sword. Image like um people with swords, the image of a sword kind of keep popping up. Um which would imply aliens, the the space version of Shield is sword. Hmm. And so that kind of implies if they're in current times and Wanda, something's happened and Wanda's purposefully keeping them, purposely doing something that she's not supposed to be doing. Right. And I think this is neat. We finally get a, like a bigger explanation of her powers. Yeah, it's, it's clearly coming to a head. Um in the end of the second issue, in the end of the second episode, there was a a beekeeper who appears, mm-hmm. and she kind of freaks out about it, and she like rewinds it, and the beekeeper never shows up again. Who was the beekeeper? And then in the third episode, there's a there's a moment with somebody who has sword earrings, where she kind of freaks out like why do you have those what are those blah 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 and a couple of people are talking to vision separately at that exact instant and they're trying to tell him something but they they stop themselves from doing it mm. and then when vision starts to kind of question her she like rewinds it and then he stops questioning her it's a rewind time it's rewind time which, which is part of what makes me think they could be in the Soul Stone. Right. The Mind yeah, they, Stone, whichever one it is. It's mine. The Soul is the one he kills Grimora for. That's right. That's right. Partly that's what makes me think they're in the Mind Stone is that she keeps controlling these people and changing their minds. Yeah. Well, I mean, either that or, you know, we, we, we remember that she's still a reality warper. And didn't her power technically come from the Mind Stone also? No, hers is from not, the Tesseract, huh? Something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about the stones. If I'm being honest, because I don't know if her power comes from it, but it it's more akin to the reality gem than anything. Right. In reality, was the the red one, the Thor one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. I'm not sure. But, she can, power but if she can control space, I don't know, right? Like, it's tough to say. Yeah. 
Because the two gems that, that, that Hydra had when they were messing with her in Quicksilver were space and mind. Correct. Although if you gave and, someone power over mind and space, there's a lot they could do. Yeah, I mean, like, if we're talking, like, in concept, yeah. But I'm saying her power is most similar to one of the other stones which does exist. Yeah, no, it for sure it does. It does feel more like a reality stone than anything else. Um... Yeah, so I think I mentioned this the other day uh, on one of the earlier episodes. I had been streaming LA's Finest, mm-hmm. which was a spinoff of one of my favorite movie franchises of all time, Bad Boys. And Gabrielle Union was reprising her role as the younger sister of uh, Marcus, who is played by Martin Lawrence. Mm hmm. And now she, instead of being DEA, now she's a cop in L.A. Um, and they deal with that storyline. The show has the one season, then it was canceled. Um, but now, mysteriously now, it's trending on Netflix to in the top ten. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to maybe change change course, bring it back. Um, I kind of hope they do. I mean, they could. Like the when, show was uh, when, pretty good. It like had Gabrielle Union. What's that? So it's like when Avatar came to Netflix. It was in the top ten for like weeks. Was it really? Yeah. God, people are such nerds for that movie. Or not? Not, not the uh, not the Blue Man movie. The uh, the Airbending show. Oh. That's that is more surprising. Um. Yes, I don't know. It, it, that series is awesome. I have I've never seen a, a episode of it. I recommend it's not even really that long. It's only three seasons. It's very good. Tough to say. Tough to say. You know, back in the day, they used to make like giant orders of cartoons. Yeah, like forty episode orders of cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, like now, like the like unless your cartoon is like super successful, you're they're like here's like twelve. Yeah, now they only do like 12 to 20. But yeah, back in the day... Here's an episode. Back in the day, a full order of a cartoon might be as many as 40 to 50 episodes. Isn't that crazy? Wild. Just thinking about drawing that. Like, what that must look like. Um, There's just a lot of stuff in it. You know, like, you don't even... Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. You gotta go 50 episodes in. Here's a 40-second transformation scene in right. every episode. You draw you draw one of them, and you're like, all right, just put that in. Done. No, every episode only has to be 21 minutes and 20 seconds. Well, that's literally what they did with Power Rangers. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we need to talk about that again. Um, but so, I, so LA's Finest, though, it had... Um, Gabrielle Union, Jessica Alba, uh, and there were probably a lot of other people too. It was, but the story had a really dumb twist in about the, the two thirds mark. Um, okay, when she was in Miami, in the bad boys side of the country, and she was DEA. She was working on a task force the DEA had put together to bring in a drug lord. Okay. Okay. Flash forward to it's it's now been four or five years later. She's now in L.A. She's now with the L.A.P.D. 
Um, and she's still on her own time, though, trying to track down this drug lord. Eventually, she ties it all together, figures it all out, and so now the LAPD is helping her track down this drug lord. The big twist about two-thirds in, I'll say spoilers, but listen, the show's been canceled. It's fun to watch, but this is this is dumb. The big twist is the guy running the task force, her former boyfriend, who has now come over to L.A. allegedly to help her, is the drug lord. Oh, I knew it. I was going to say, it's going to be someone either close or in the police. <laughs> and it's government sanctioned. The DEA created that drug lord to control the drug empire in Miami. Oh my, it's so dumb. <laughs> it was so dumb. I said, literally, I used the stones to destroy the stones. Like, yeah, yeah. How would that even work? What would that even look like? Um, the, the, literally, when when he said it, the, uh, the name is I think it's Gabriel Shaw, if I remember right. And she's like, "Listen, we're like two moves away from getting Shaw. Like, this is, we've got everybody exactly where we want them." And he's like, this isn't going to play out how you think it's going to play out. And she's like, what are you talking about? Of course it will. And he's like, no, you don't get it. And she was like, what don't I know? Help me out here. And she, and he's like, I'm Gabriel Shaw. And that was like the end of an episode. Like, that's the big cliffhanger. And I was like, well, this got stupid. <laughs> Maybe it won't come back. <laughs> and, and it probably won't, honestly. These people, are, I'm sure Jessica Alba and Gabriel Union are too busy. But I, I, the second he said it, it immediately hit me that this is just like lazy writing. Like I, it's hard for me to find good examples of just bad writing, and I'm sure they're everywhere. Uh, but famously, you know, by the, the third Star Wars prequel, the dialogue is terrible. Um, but other than that, like, there's not a lot of things I personally point to as terrible writing. This is bad writing, like. This is just a lazy twist. Yeah, this is when they got information their show wasn't being picked up for a second season. So they said, well, don't have time to introduce a bad guy. So let's just make it the boyfriend. (laughs) Let's just wrap this up, guys. And so then it's revealed that the name is just the name and that anybody can be the name. And so, like, then there's like a war between two people trying to be Gabriel Shaw. Yeah, because that doesn't mean anything. Right. It, it, it was bad. I could be Gabriel Shaw. Well, and, and like, yeah, I get it. Like, that is sort of, like, but that's the point of setting up a boogeyman, right? Like, that's why, that's how it works. But what, it just didn't make any sense, the whole concept, that the government created the drug lord to control the flow of drugs in and out of Miami. It was like, why, why, wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they just stop him? <laughs> like, why are they trying to control them? Like, I don't understand it. Because <laughs> uh, obviously it's way more efficient to control the drugs. It's like, if you... If you control... <laughs> like, if you control all of Miami, which allegedly Gabriel Shaw did, allegedly he controlled all of Miami, if you got to that point, isn't that when you start enacting the changes, you know, you might talk about, like, Hey guys, instead of selling drugs on that uh, corner of Fifth and West, let's um, let's open a couple small businesses. Everybody go back to school. 
You know what I'm like? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Chief. Like, it was slowly it's very much a like program or something. I don't know. Like, or is it supposed to be like a cautionary tale? Like, you can't control drugs. I don't know. It was stupid. Was it dumb. was stupid. Like, like the concept of a Gabriel Shaw drug lord. And here's the thing: is like, it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars now. Okay, well, why wouldn't you use that money to like make Miami better? Yeah, like the the government's just in the drug selling business so they can pay off its debt. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? What are they even doing this for? What are they spending the money on? Yeah, like, like you don't think that anyone's gonna figure this out? Like, it's gonna completely ruin. It's like the DEA has been running a drug ring, right? And it was a DEA task force that was tracking it down. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like at least put like you get they get like a memo that's like stop looking. <laughs> Or even, why even have a task, like, this is the thing that blows my mind, is like a task force, you take people from all the different agencies in the area, and they all start coordinating and working together to bring this person down. The DEA just didn't say anything, they sent a person, and they were like, I hope they don't figure out that this is us. The DEA was running it. (laughs) So the DEA invites the best minds in all of uh, uh, Miami's crime enforcement. To all get together and not solve a crime. That's really stupid. <laughs> there's a scene early on in the show where there's like 15 people in this room for the task force. They got pictures up. They're literally arresting people and tracking things down and trying to get people to flip on people. It's like, what are you going to do if someone actually does? <laughs> exactly what they did this time. I'm I'm the guy. I'm Gabriel Shaw. Just handcuffs him immediately. <laughs> it was so stupid. And this guy shows up later on. He's like, I'm D I'm the head of DEA special force special operations. I have I can do whatever needs to be done to make anything happen. It's like Well if that's the case, why don't you just make this all go away? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you stop drugs in Miami? That would be crazy. Yeah. You're allegedly the kingpin, like kingpin up, bro. Like, here's what I don't understand. Let's say the DEA is the drug lord of Miami. Okay. And it's run by a DEA agent. And he knows he's the drug lord. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you take that money and like donate it to the police widows fund or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just steal it. Like, it doesn't even. Well, not even that. Like, okay, let's say you are running a drug ring, but drug rings make tons of money. That's the thing. Like, hundreds of millions of dollars. It's kind of the reason people do it, right? So, what are you doing with the hundreds of millions of dollars? Funding the DEA. Turns out the <laughs> DEA is just funded by drugs. No one's ever audited the federal law enforcement agencies before. And they were like, hey, no one ever writes a check to the DEA. Why is that? Don't ask questions. You'll meet Gabriel Shaw. <laughs> it just suddenly becomes a lot dumber when you realize this one person could do all this, like, Think about every sad story you hear or like any police officer with dealing with tragedy or like, oh, this police officer's family's house burned on Christmas Day. Like Gabriel Shaw could donate a whole house and Christmas gifts to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what is he doing with all of his profits? 
He just has them in one bank account, just accruing interest. <laughs> he's buying Bitcoin with them. Yeah, like literally, it doesn't matter what he's doing because clearly he's not responsible. It just blows my mind. Like, okay, like you know, the police are civic-minded individuals allegedly. The idea allegedly. that the idea that this DEA agent wouldn't use the money to help people or to help the DEA or to get people off of drugs, considering the DEA is at war against them, be too easy. <laughs> like, why isn't Gabriel Shaw sending every person they arrest to drug rehab? This is the, this. These are the questions. <laughs> like, he knows everyone now. Like, once you figure out the drug ring and you're at the top, then like you figure everything else at the bottom. Right. <laughs> like, you're the guy selling drugs to everyone. Why not? Right. Just you start... could literally operate like the largest sting in human history and literally bust everyone simultaneously. Right. Like, why not just start diluting the drugs down to a safer level? Right. Either do that or, like, be like, hey, we're selling drugs, but also college education. <laughs> right. All of college in Miami is free now. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the DEA is doing with hundreds of millions of dollars of the drug money. Off books every year. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm Gabriel Shaw. Say what? Okay. Wait, did you just did you just break the entirety of all of the lore of this universe? <laughs> it's like the one scene in it's like the one scene in the Last Jedi where the the, the lady light speeds through the entire like fleet. Oh yeah. And it's like I guess it's cool, but you just destroyed all of the lore we have now. Yeah, it's incredibly cool looking, but is this what happens every other time too? Like, wait, what just? What just happened? What just happened? The coolest scene in a movie, though. Oh, man. Like, visually? Oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, visually it was awesome. And then, like, there was no noise for, like, 30 seconds. Like, it was, like, it oh, felt yeah. really big. Being yeah, in a theater, makes no being in a theater, being in a theater when that happened was the most, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, well, but my problem was I was already trying to figure out what was actually going on in space because... They ran out of gas. Ran out of gas. In space. Where there's no friction to slow you down. Where running out of gas isn't a problem. I don't know why you keep saying, like, we're running out of gas isn't a problem. They could have just been slowly speeding up the entire time, and eventually they would catch them. No, because then that implies that they ran out of the ability to, like... That implies that they could keep accelerating exponentially forever if they had enough fuel. No, you just go to the maximum and then they catch up with you anyways. <laughs> See? <laughs> it's not a matter of accelerating. I don't believe that because, again, it means you could either accelerate exponentially or, like, the ship with the biggest engine would always catch up eventually. The whole point of these big ships is that they were, quote-unquote, slower because they had more mass to propulsion. But, again, once you get moving... You should never be stopping until you break. I don't know, Chief. Terrible movie. No one needs to. <laughs> I just, I remember watching it in like about halfway through. I was like, aren't they still in space? Why, why are we worried about running out of gas? Like, <laughs> what is happening? We're going to run out of gas. 
Apparently, if they stop having jet fuel, it, like the ships just stop moving, explode, just stop moving completely, and all of a sudden, all of the escape pods can move faster. <laughs> yeah, like couldn't they? Couldn't they just take the fuel from the escape pods? I think they did at one point, and then they put it back in. They were arguing about that. If I remember correctly, they were arguing about that, and one of them was like, the escape pods will get shot to death. You can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know, Chief. But again, what do we know? We're just, you know, people. (laughs) Yeah, we're not the DEA with all knowledge of the drug (laughs) rings of Miami. It does seem like they could just decide one day to, like, everybody that goes to buy a drug, they just instead... They give them the drug, they bring them into, like, rehab, and they just start that person's life over. Yeah, with the hundreds of millions of dollars they have. Right. Or, like, they, or, they, could, or they could not and just pocket the money, because I assume that's what he did. I mean, I guess. That was also not clear, because he was still working for the DEA years later, when he comes to L.A. <laughs> right. Five years later, it's still happening. One, it's still happening. Like, it, it could have been the same guy the whole time. Yeah, and so, like, it doesn't make sense at all. There are real questions. So, as it turns out, don't make the DEA in charge of drugs in Miami. Easy. It, it honestly... I knew he was about to say it when he said it, and when he said it, I was like, well, this show got worse. <laughs> so why did you want this show to come back again? Because I love the bad boys. I guess it's fair. And we did get Bad Boys 3 not that long ago. We did. It was fantastic. They were on top of... They almost finished 2020 as the... As the uh, number one movie rate. Wild. Almost. Almost had it. Almost. Uh, So I've been doing a deep clean this weekend. Well, really today. Today. I don't like cleaning. I know, but why? <laughs> well, I mean, because I don't, I don't do it enough, so I, it gets everything gets dirty. Okay. Do you ever do like a big clean, like once every couple months or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it's the super annoying. Like, you finally have a couple of days off, and you're like, I guess I should clean my house. All right, first things first. Let's clean the house, and then we go from there. Except I always do it last thing last because it's my least, least, least favorite thing. That's fair. Um, yeah, man, it's been a, anything exciting happened for you this weekend? Uh, not, not particularly. I played a lot of Magic the Gathering. I hear that's a fun card game. Um, did you correctly guess that person's card? Uh, no, I'm bad at it. Was this your card? Was this your card? Is this your card? Magician's Gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wrong convention. Wrong. Oh. Ooh, I thought... So we're not going to play Commander then? Oh, I thought wrong. All right. Well, uh, let me know if you guys ever pick up Magic the Gathering. <laughs> uh, it makes me think of Ant-Man and the Wasp, where uh, Paul Rudd's like, listen, you ever had to keep an eight-year-old entertained while you're under house arrest? I've literally learned close-up magic. Yeah. And, and Agent Wong is like, how'd you do that? How'd you how'd you do that? <laughs> it's a great movie. 
I was thinking about house arrest and how awful that would be. I mean, I've, I feel it. I've been there. And, like, I'm connected to the internet, so, like, I like I have access to everything, and I was still bored out of my mind. <laughs> I mean, I imagine if you're under house arrest, you have the internet. Don't you? No. Do you? I don't know. Why Do wouldn't you? you? That would just be cruel. <laughs> and no internet access for 24 days. Uh, it's funny that you think that's a long time. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Also, it just seems cruel, like, if, if someone's under house arrest, that people aren't visiting, like, every day. Yeah, if I'm under house arrest and you guys aren't coming to see me, I'm you're no longer my friend once I get out. You know, I was talking with somebody about basically that same concept. Uh, obviously, as the, as we're not shy about my history or anyone's history here on the show, I was in a car accident and spent a long time in the hospital. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody here recently, and they had spent a little bit of time in the hospital, but but more I don't remember what it was more importantly, but it might have been when they had just also lost their job. And like they were thinking about the people who checked on them and the people who didn't check on them kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, man, it's 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 important to recognize, like, who actually cares and who actually checks in and, 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 and wonders about you and, and wants to make sure you're OK. I mean, yeah, it's always, it's always, you know, that's where you find out, like, where your real friends are. I thought you, I thought you were going to do the country music song there. Oh. You find out who your friends are. Never heard it. Sorry, I'm not a country music fan. Uh, I'm white. It just kind of plays in the background of my life. Uh, <laughs> just a man, you're just like sitting there and just guitar picking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't happen for you. I mean, I imagine it's a mariachi band for you, but it's the same thing. No, I'm not. I'm not Mexican enough. Boy, if that is a loaded but correct sentence, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> In the measure of how Mexican are you, you have been found wanting. Right. Do do the more Mexican members of your family tell you that you're not Mexican enough? No, just assumed. <laughs> Do you ever find them looking at you in disgust in Spanish? It's like I like the subtitles. <laughs> Disgusted in, in Spanish. Spanish. Cries in Spanish. <laughs> Those are the best subtitles. <laughs> because it makes me feel like I'm not emotive or expressive enough. Because I didn't realize I could do it in other languages. Right. The bar is much higher than I thought. <laughs> it's like it's like Japanese Twitter doesn't make any sense if you if you're not Japanese. So there's somebody I follow on Twitter who's also Filipino, and they go they post English stuff and then also Filipino stuff. Yeah, I, it's it is so weird to be going through my Twitter feed and then all of a sudden it's like and I'm like, oh, I don't know any of this. Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> Well, like, the reason I say that is because, like, I found out recently, uh, like, they have, like, so, like, just like we have our own, like, weird internet, like, words and lingo, like, so do they, but theirs is, like, super meta. <laughs> what do you mean? So, like, so, like, you know how we have, like, LOL or, like, ha 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 ha? 
Okay, yeah. Like, typed out. Like, well, theirs is, like, because it's... Because, like, if you put the characters of, like, laughing, like, close enough together, it looks like the symbol for grass will just say grass. <laughs> That's That is pretty meta. Yeah, so, like, instead of, like, like, oh, look, I put this funny post and this Japanese man just said grass. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing? So, like, there's all kinds of stuff like that. Like, they have, like, their, like, subcoded language because it's, like, because someone thought it would be funny, I guess. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And, like, even as a child of the internet, like, I still don't get the internet. Really? You don't get it? Really? No, because, like, I was never really, like, a social media person ever. Even now. That's true. That's our beat. I wish one of us was. That's (laughs) Joey. You know who is Joey? (laughs) Yeah. We miss the captain. (laughs) When it comes to social media, that is our one big weakness. I feel like (laughs) such, like, a 40-year-old man. Like, how am I supposed to use this? (laughs) Is this what the youngins are on? And, like... Is this what the cool than, kids call the internet? Like, the, the people who are older than me, and they're still like, yeah, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> when you think it's like a youth-oriented thing that you're just struggling with, and they're like, you gotta control off the leap, bro. Yeah, they're like, you're a com- computer old man? <laughs> 22-year-old me. I don't get it. I don't understand. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I guess we'll jump out here, take a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That is where the magic happens. Um, I say that every time. There's no magic there. It's a lot of hard work and good content. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not witchcraft. We're not doing magic. We're not doing actual magic. I mean, we're not magicians, not yet, anyways. We could we could try actual magic, but my understanding is when you dabble with things beyond your comprehension, you wind up in a bad B movie. Mm-hmm. And let's just say I'm not the right guy for Go Shark the sequel. Go Shark the sequel. It's a real sci-fi movie. It's terrible. Oh man, it's one of my favorites. Is like there are bad zombie movies. I love those. Uh, was there a zombie tidal wave? Is that one of them? 
something like I don't remember all of them. I just remember <laughs> there's a scene where they they get a machine gun and putting on a shopping cart. That's all I remember. Always. I mean that makes perfect sense. Also, zombie tigers. That's also important. Oh God, how cool would it be to have a zombie? Actually, it would kill you. No, yeah, it, it would kill you. It's not cool. Don't do it. It's okay. I I think they killed them with the machine gun shopping cart. Could be wrong. Uh, what? You'd have to. Yeah, it's the only it's the only form of defense we have. <laughs> There's nothing, literally nothing else that can stop it. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get any further into the madness, let's go ahead and check out the Adventure Begins comics games and more. Nico, tell us what's going on this week. Oh, we got all kinds of stuff going down this week. Uh, so Monday, January twenty fifth at four p.m. We got miniature Mondays. So if you want to construct, show off your minis, come on into the store. Uh, they, you can also ask the uh, associates or store paints and supplies. That's helpful. So that's one of those things. What they're doing there is they're painting miniatures and models of all the different games and all that, Dungeons and Dragons and all that. Mm-hmm. But if you're just learning and you don't know what to do, they've got kits there that you can borrow. Yeah, and they got, they that, got stuff you can borrow. Investment. Right. That's the big investment. Also, like if you're like, well, I'm not really sure, like, oh, go ahead and ask them. I know Jarek yeah. is always there just, like, painting stuff when he's bored. And he's actually, he's getting pretty good at it. Oh, you, you, you sit there and do it all the time. I hope so. Oh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him that sick time burn you just gave him. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. You, you do things enough that you're getting better at them. I hope you like, <laughs> like, what an insult. <laughs> hey, this thing that you enjoy doing, man, you're getting pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that and he's going to be upset with you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, what's Monday? going on Tuesday? Oh, we're still Monday stuff. We're oh, okay. Trying Finish to skip Monday. a day. Uh, uh, at 7.30 is the, the virtual be- uh, the adventure be- the virtual begins. A- <laughs> <laughs> the adventure begins virtual trivia. Uh, so this is a new day. It's on Mondays instead of Wednesdays. Uh, so you can find them at twitch.tv slash the R&R nerd. 7.30 p.m. every Monday. Have some fun. Answer some questions. It'll be grand. Tuesday. Just out with Chaz right there. That's fun. That's a fun thing to do. Yeah. I've met him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tuesday, January 26th at 5.45 p.m. is the Digimon TCG Casual Unsanctioned Tournament. Uh, so I'm going to be hosting this. I'm going to be here. We're going to be here. That's right. Uh, we're going to be there. Corey will be there signing his books and, I don't know, doing something else, I assume. And I will be hosting this tournament. Uh, it's $5 entry, max 18 seats, uh, and they will have prizes available. Um, so this is going to be really cool. This is constructed, so if you don't have Digimon, because I know it's a little bit difficult to get right now, if you didn't show up to our pre-release, uh, it is constructed, so you do already have to have a deck. Although, if you are nice, I may be able to give you a loner. <laughs> a loner? Yeah, I have oh. I have some extra ones laying around, so I can help people out if they really do want to play. So you're saying if someone wanted to come in and play in a tournament friendly and learn how to play the game, you might be able to help them out. Exactly. All right. And how much is it to come play? Uh, only $5. But and limited it, seating. Yeah, limited seating. Only 18 Okay, so that's going to be on Tuesday? Tuesday, 5.45. Ooh, all right. What else is going on? All right, so Wednesday is the last day of the uh, Backstock comic sale. 
is the last time you get some crazy some crazy savings. Seventy five percent off comics in the back stock area and twenty five percent off bundles, hardback books, and trade paperbacks. So huge savings. This is your last opportunity. January's already gonna be over. Oh man. I mean it, it, one month down, eleven more to go, twenty twenty one. Friday, January 29th at 6 p.m. is the Team Yankee and Flames of War casual meetup. So if you enjoy those games, come on to the store. Saturday, January 30th at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon casual meetup. And at 6 p.m., it's the Hammer Time Warhammer Tabletop Warhammer meetups are back in, in full operation. You want to come hang out, fight some people on the world of miniatures. They do side of like an interesting campaign. I think I've noticed for yes. the Warhammer stuff. They've got like yeah. a map, and they tell some kind of story or something. Yeah, it's it's real neat. It's one thing that like my friends are starting to get into now, and I was like, I'm literally out of money. I don't hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna um, see how that's gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, I do think you could get good priced, well priced used armies. But I don't know about like timeline or if they're like I don't know what armies go in if if armies fade in and out like they do with hero clicks, I don't know. No, I know that you can you can use a lot of the same models. Really it's just like buying them the first time. Yeah. And then like keeping them adaptable. Because I know like sometimes the point values change. So it's like one guy who would have been worth X amount of points, maybe worth more or less, depending on like how they change their little book. The little rules or whatever. Yeah. Listen, if you gotta go secondhand style on a game, there's nothing wrong with that if you're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. And really, it's just about if you enjoy it or not. And if your and, friends do have nicer stuff, then you just break their stuff. Right. Yeah. And you know, it and it's a it's miniatures. People will buy them, so it's really easy to get out. That's true. Uh, and you said that's on Saturdays, huh? That's on Saturdays. Well, we really took our time with this ad. I don't know why, but I just wanted to kind of walk through it with you. It sounded fun. <laughs> well, they still got things going. So remember, come on to the down to the adventure begins. They're open, well lit, family friendly, wonderful staff. Got to wear a mask if you want to come inside, and they do have delivery and curbside available. That's right. The they hold my books. They give me my discount. I get my points. Um, you should be doing the same thing. I don't know why you wouldn't. It's an awesome place to hang out and do your nerd stuff. That's the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more right there on fourteen eighty eight. Um. Man, like, how cool would it be to have your own comic shop, though? But I wouldn't sell anything. I would just buy everything and sit around and read it. Dude, so you just want a comic collection? That yeah. people can, basically. like, hang out at? But, yeah, like, yeah, like a, muse- like a museum I can play with. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, like a library. Like a what? Like a library. E- but cooler. Yeah. Statues and stuff. Like, yeah, but cooler. Yeah, you just want a nerdy library that you can just hang out and have other people. I don't, I don't know why you're saying nerdy. Like I said, cool, specifically cool. I don't know, man. Nerds are cool. I know I'm cool. I can't speak for you, you nerd. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, if I'm if I'm suddenly the more nerdy of the two of us, I don't know what I would do with my life. I don't know where it suddenly came from. Do you think you're the cool one? I know I'm the cool one. Is this the episode where we find out that you're definitely not the cool one? Ooh, hate to break it to you. 
I'm the cool one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> where where does the madness stop with you? Uh, it doesn't. That's why I'm so cool. <laughs> oh man. Let's um all right, what do we got here? We got about seven minutes here. Yeah, Let's something. get into um DC just released an animated movie. Um sort of off schedule, I feel like. I usually like those, so I mean okay. they're be very sad last, or very happy. The last two of the last including this new one, the last two have been questionable. Mm-hmm. Um this movie is Batman Soul of the Dragon. And there essentially Bruce Wayne it, it touches on it's like an alternate universe sort of thing. Okay. Or it's my, like... maybe it's just set in the past. It's animated like uh, like the Batman animated series style of not Bruce Tim, but the new one with like the where the penguin has the weird ninja girlfriends. Okay. It's animated more in that style. Uh, but it's set in like a young Bruce Wayne era where he's just finished his martial arts training. So he's barely he, becoming the bad man. Right. And he partners with the other three like students from his master's school to fight uh like the Cobra Society or something like that. I mean it's a, it's like a nineteen seventies kung fu movie is like the homage. Oh, okay. Guess, but it's an homage movie. It's very odd. I guess that's weird, but I mean if it's done well, I mean I guess that I mean that doesn't sound terrible. It doesn't, no, it doesn't, it looks odd. It's just, it's weird because post-Justice League Flashpoint, they've just kind of completely gotten away from doing an animated universe. Yeah. Maybe they switched to, like, directors of their animation division. I know there's been a lot of changes at DC recently, so wouldn't really I mean, surprise and that, me. And that might be, that might be worth looking into. I'm not sure. I, I'm just sort of confused by the direction. So the last one is the first movie post Flashpoint, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. And it's uh not Flashpoint, Apocalypse War. Yeah. Which basically resets everything. It's Superman Man of Tomorrow, and in it they basically restart the Superman story. This one literally shows him getting the costume, meeting Lois Lane, fighting Parasite for the first time, and Lobo even shows up for a while. Ooh. Love Lobo. Um it's a weird story. But I mean, um, I guess in line with a reboot. Yeah, it definitely is a restart to the Superman stories, but it doesn't... And I guess technically we're also starting over with the Batman stories, too. Yeah, you're. I guess you're right in the sense that like they're starting from the beginning here with these guys, again. But it, it doesn't... It feels out of continuity a little bit like the batman has the yellow bat symbol oh so it's like old old batman yeah because i guess it makes sense it's basically like 70s batman right yes uh and this superman just kind of has a different feel to it it feels very much like if they were introducing a superman cartoon today this would be the four episode pilot interesting (laughs) i mean it might have been (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me at this point Right, like it started out that way, and then they were like, you know what, just make it a movie. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Um, but yeah, I just feel like maybe they're 
getting away from that connected universe set of stories. And I hope I'm wrong, but it they, looks they might it, it it might look that way, but they might be billboards like another like you know DC loves their resets. They do them every every couple of years. Every four or five years. Here's a new one for you. They're like, hey, uh, I heard you had a storyline you didn't really agree with, so we reset the entire universe. It's like, wait, what? And then just, <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. It's like the waitress keeps coming over your table and be like, if you don't like everything, we'll just do it again. And you're like, huh? Uh, what? I already ate. Like, Your friend at the table's like, that's a little, I could, I could use a little salt on this, and then the whole restaurant just resets in time. You're and you walk back in and just yeah, order. you walk back in. You're like, I feel like that was a little bit of an overestimation of what we needed to do there. <laughs> That's funny. It's just it just feels weird. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Feel free to let me know what you think. I just they seem different. It looks like they're going for a different feel this time around. Which I, I guess. I mean, I know that the I know that the the DC animated movies got pretty dark there for a minute. <laughs> they did, but they were telling one cohesive story at least, and it was an interesting one. Yes, yeah, that's true. The two part death of Superman was well done. Like they did a lot of good stuff, yeah. except for the killing joke. That one was bad. Don't watch that one. The which? Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Like the, that like one the, was bad, but that one also felt yeah, disconnected. Because it was. It's not connected. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they they moved away. Maybe. Um, before we get out of it, talking about just DC and changing plans and all that, uh, it sounds like now the Justice League Zack Snyder cut will be a four-hour movie again and not four episodes. Yeah, because it'd be dumb. It's done both ways, um, but it's more dumb as a series. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I have no concept of what would be the right way to do this because I don't understand what it is now. It, it, it's, it's garbage. It's going to be bad. <laughs> But more importantly, it, it does sound like the DC streaming service app situation is done. Um, yeah, you can't even buy the year-long subscription anymore, right? No, yeah, they've already gotten rid of the year-long subscription. More importantly, Justice League, Teen Titans, Doom Patrol, all of that is on HBO Max for your streaming pleasure. Yeah. Um, so is the Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn got picked up again, and they kind of advertised it only on the HBO Max app. Um, so it feels like DC streaming app is just going to get eaten up. And now the animated series uh, is also on HBO Max, and Batman Beyond is on HBO Max. Yeah. And it's it's rumored that they're going to launch a continuation of the animated series mm. on HBO Max. I mean... I feel like this was inevitable. Well, it, it, it certainly seems that way once you find out that HBO is going to do its own streaming service. Warner Bros. is going to do an HBO streaming service. Once you find that out, then the DC streaming service has nowhere to go. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess if you're going to make a streaming platform, I guess Destined to Die. Like, I don't know. This thing, the DC streaming service is like a failure of streaming services. But it really wasn't like, because remember, it won me over. I really was a convert only to have them just quit on it. Well, like, not quit on it, just move it somewhere else. Like, now you're going to have to. But, but quit on it as its own concept. Like, I no longer even subscribe to the DC app. I now just subscribe to HBO Yeah, Max. basically, that's what it turned into. It was just, it just cannibalizes their own, like, marketing. 
Exactly. That's I think that's the bigger mistake. Um, okay, looking at it now, I think we're up against it. Um, I do, of course, want to thank everybody for listening and hanging out with us on this Monday morning, Monday afternoon. Um, I hope everyone's week starts off well and goes even better. Um, condolences to Conor McGregor. Sorry about that loss, buddy. Keep it up, though. Feel free to call into the show. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, same Nerd Thug Time, same Nerd Thug Channel. I want to thank everybody for listening and hanging out with us. Be safe, be clean, wash your hands, take care of each other. Let's fight this coronavirus. Uh, they say 100 million vaccines in 100 days. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. We're 10 days in. Um, let's see if we can get this done. I guess we're four days in. 10%. Uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's see if we can get this done. Let's let's you know let's get let's move on. I'm ready to do some new stuff, new challenges. Let's get outside, live our lives. Let's do it. Um, fight the power, black lives The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah.